Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. I am currently broadcasting to you all live from my comfy. Do you know what that is? It's that like sweatshirt that's a blanket, and mine's like bright ass teal. And I got this in my breakup package from uh, my cousin Kelsey and my friend Shayna. And I haven't like worn it that much, which is such a crime against humanity. But I decided it's very cold in the house. And I'm not going to complain about that because usually it's hotter than hell. And I like live with my parents. I have no control over the situation, no control over the thermostat. I'm not going to play that game in any way, shape or form. So I put it on and I came out to dinner and, you know, it got mixed reviews. Uh, My mom's afraid of it. Uh, My dad thinks I look ridiculous, but I'm happy. I'm just like one big old marshmallow living my absolute best life. So um, it's also good because this chair is really uncomfortable because like as we remember, I broke my chair and I've not recovered, nor have I bought a new one. Um, But (laughs) so I it's really like it has a little padding on the back, which is nice. Like I said, it's bright blue and I'm wearing like a yellow T-shirt under it. So I just look like the most fucked up Easter egg at this moment. But you know what? That's the fun of podcasting and radio. It's like the reason I got into these industries is because nobody is going to see my face except for on these videos that I take for TikTok. And speaking of, I could not wait to tell you all, I bought a new phone. I know we've really been on this saga together for such a long time. And everyone's like, Ashley, shut the fuck up about the storage problem on your phone. Well, I spent $400 and I got a new fucking phone. Okay, my aunt told me she was tired of hearing about it. And there was like a trade in offer going on with Apple right now. So I am trading in my old phone, but I still had to pay off my old phone. So it cost me a lot of money, but it's going to be worth it because I'm going to have like 200 gigabytes of storage. So I swear to God, if this doesn't, you know, work out and my, I don't become TikTok famous after this freaking phone debacle, I'd be so mad, but I don't have it now. Um, of course, if you work in any industry right now, you've heard the term supply chain issues. So um, we have a lot of uh, uh, supply chain issues in this world here. And one of them is is adapted to the Apple phone. So I will not have my phone um, until the new year. But you know how I am about starting new year, new me, new year, new phone. Like, love that for me. So uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I got the pink iPhone 13. So um, she's out here being basic as hell and loving it, loving every minute of it. Okay. I also couldn't get too far into the podcast without telling you the funniest thing I've ever heard today. And I was just on the phone with one of my coworkers and coworker slash friend. And she told me that she posted a wife trap this weekend. I said, I'm sorry, what? What did you say? She's like a wife trap. So like in case you don't know what a thirst trap is, like a thirst trap is when you post like a really hot, sexy photo of yourself on social media, hoping that like, you know, the guy that you're talking to or interested is going to see it. Um, A mom, (laughs) a wife trap, didn't mean to say mom, a wife trap 
is when she posted videos of her baking on Instagram for the quote nice boys to know that she, you know, can do like wifey material things. As someone who who has blatantly stated that I was husband hunting, I don't know how I didn't come up with this myself. So please, from now on, enjoy the wife trapping post I will be posting on my Instagram story. This was genius. I love this fucking strategy. I am so into this. So like, I just thought that was the funniest thing. So people step aside. The thirst trap is dead. It is all about the wife trap. And I I absolutely live for this moment. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> you guys, sorry. I still have a fucking just, I'm not like, I don't think I have a cold anymore. I think my voice is just over it. They're like, hey, you talk too much. Why don't you just shut the fuck up? We're going to like make your voice sound like raspy. Maybe it's sexy. Maybe I'm voice trapping. Maybe they're like, oh, look at this sexy, raspy voice. I don't know what I'm even talking about anymore. I feel like this cozy thing is giving me a very weird vibe. It's just I'm just one big freaking marshmallow and it's great. It's great. Okay. also last week I mentioned Australia and I got in trouble because I didn't actually follow through and tell you the advice that he gave me. So obviously, if you listen to last week's episode, I was talking about having really bad dating anxiety, which like, you know, is fair and normal. And he had given me some advice and I totally forgot to share it. So here it is right here up front in the podcast. So basically, he sent me this video and it was of this professor professor in his lecture. What are these words? It was a professor in his lecture. It's fine. Uh, And so he was holding up a glass of water and he asked the students, like, how much does the water in here weigh? You know, and they were saying, like, you know, eight ounces, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, it doesn't matter how much water is in the cup. It, like, matters how long you're holding it up. So, like, the longer you hold up the cup of water, the heavier it will get. But the sooner that you decide to put the cup down, you know, the the least heavy and struggle it would be. So basically, he was telling me to shut the fuck up and put down my cup. And he wasn't wrong. I needed to do that. But it was really good advice. So, um, yes, that was that was the big, big advice that I got that I forgot to share and got chastised for last week. So, um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I also found out some tragic, tragic ass news. Apparently, Netflix thinks it's OK to remove New Girl. I haven't seen like the confirmation from Netflix and maybe someone else has seen it or it's already been out by the time like, I post this podcast. But there's rumors that New New Girl is getting removed from freaking Netflix. And I watch New Girl religiously like I literally I was dog sitting for my friend Jenna this past week and I started it again because I was just like oh it's on her Netflix like I don't want to start like a show that I'm gonna have to go back to this make this logic makes no sense but hear me out I just didn't want to start like a new show and then have to start it on my account like find the right episode as I'm saying this out loud it sounds so fucking stupid but whatever anyways I just like I was being lazy bitch I was being lazy bitch like call what it is call what it is and uh I watched new girl again and then I saw this and I was like ugh. so then I was just curious like do other people have comfort shows like this that you just kind of watch over and over again and there's like parts that I get so excited about because okay 
Everybody will tell you that Nick Miller looks his absolute sexiest in the kiss scene when he first kisses Jess. Sorry, spoilers, but this show's been out for like ever. So whatever. Um, I think. Okay, so in the episode where Nick decides to move in with Caroline, yuck, and he like moves back with her and then he shows up, he decides to not move in with her and then he comes back and then he's like standing in the doorway and is like black button up tee and he's like doing something with his hands and Jess opens the door and he's like, what's up? And it's just like, ugh. It's so hot. It drives me absolutely nuts. And that's my favorite part. And then like secondary to that is when he kisses her in the pink robe. Like, oh, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. I am unpopular opinion. I like when Megan Fox comes in. I mean, like, I don't love when Nick and Jess aren't together. That stresses me out. But I really do like Megan Fox. I thought she was really funny in the show. I liked her character. I like her in general. So anyways, that's those are just my unsolicited opinions about New Girl. There are a few episodes I just like can never watch and I'll skip. Like I always skip the purse episode, which is the one where Jess and Cece get into a fight. And if you know anything about me, you know that I can absolutely not watch friends fighting in shows. It stresses me out, which you're like, how do you watch Vanderpump Rules? And it's like, I hear you. We'll get into Vanderpump later. Like, I hear you. But anyways. okay. so here are a few of your answers to um, what your comfort show is. So we have Superstore. I've actually never seen that one, but I see clips of it on TikTok all the time. The Office, Parks and Rec, Gilmore Girls. I did rewatch. As we know, I watched rewatch Gilmore Girls. I don't think I can. I don't think Gilmore Girls is a comfort show for me anymore. I think it stresses me out, but I support that. Grey's Anatomy. I would love to watch Grey's Anatomy. I would love to. I've never been a Grey's Anatomy girl, but I feel like I would get into it. It's got a lot of drama and I love that. But also, I don't know. I don't think I want to cry that much. Like I cry that much just looking in a mirror. Like I just I don't know if I should bring that upon myself. Um, How I Met Your Mother, Friends, The Great British Bake Off. I think this was my favorite, my favorite answer that I got. I absolutely am obsessed with this. I love it. Um, Baking shows are really the best. I love when it comes to Halloween time and like the pumpkin carving. You know, there's like that one show on Food Network that like they carve the pumpkins and then they make like a dessert with it. Oh, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. I also do totally watch um, Nailed It on Netflix. Um, Big fan of that show. And then Dateline. (laughs) Love that for you. Uh, Vanderpump Rules on Hulu. Yes. Um, Queer Eye and British Bake Off. Cake Boss. Housewives Anything. I can't believe I'm not into the Housewives more. When it's on, like, I watch it. Because I, you know, I live with George and I live with my sister and they both watched it. So, like, when they had it on, I would watch. And I just feel like I'm missing out. The Office. Pioneer Woman on Food Network. Yes. Love the Pioneer Woman. Or is she the one I don't like? Is she the redhead one? My mom reminded me I was watching... Food Network again. And I was like, oh, I like this girl. And she was like, no, you don't. And I think it actually is a pioneer woman. So like love hate relationship. Um, got another one for friends and greatest anatomy. Seinfeld. Uh, the Vampire Diaries. Yes. Veronica Mars, which I've never watched, actually. Parks and Recs. Friends. One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill is one of those ones I need to get into. Um, friend of the podcast, Bestie. Kim watches it. And I see it on TikTok all the freaking time. So I feel like I would love it, but I haven't watched it. So don't forget, by the way, I drop a new question of the week on my Instagram every Sunday and or Monday morning, depending on how much I remember to do it. So if you're not following me already on Instagram, make sure you give me a follow at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's, of course, because we spell in our own way here. Okay, no EYs up in this bitch. If you're an Ashley with an EY, I don't I don't hate on you. I respect your life, but 
Do I think I'm a little bit better than you? Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think that at all. I wish I was you because then people would spell my name right. Like, I can't even believe I was not planning on talking about this, but like, I have been working at the same company for over two years now. And coworkers that I talk to, literally every, like our team's pretty small, like maybe a 15 person team. And I, there are two people who consistently still spell my name wrong. And I'm like, it's in my email, it's in my signature. We've talked about it out loud. Like, you know, I get it, I get it. Like EY is just so natural, but I, I don't know. It just drives me absolutely crazy. I don't know. I, I already feel bad that I like, made that little joke about being better than EY's. I like know so many Ashley's that I love. So I just want you to know I really was kidding. Sometimes I just have a cocky moments. I also just know because I waited till Tuesday to record Tuesday at six o'clock that I'm not going to edit this. So I need to like back up what I just said. So, you know, like, listen, I'm a bright blue marshmallow right now. I don't think my life's in the right direction. So please, please do not take offense to anything that comes out of my mouth. Okay. I need to talk about Anthony Ramos because he cheated on his wife. Okay. And she is one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. And I just, it makes me so scared. It makes me so scared that men can just do this. You know what I mean? Like, Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. Jay-Z looks like a motherfucking, like, mouse. Like, he's not even cute. And it's Beyonce. Anthony Ramos, same same statement. He also looks like a mouse. And his wife is so fucking pretty And I'm not saying that like ugly people deserve to get cheated on. That's like not the narrative I'm trying to pull here. I'm just saying that like, men, what are you doing? You have these like beautiful women, beautiful women. And he was at a fucking strip club. Cheated on a strip club. What was the point of that? To get some snatch that like 17 other people have had? No shade to strippers. Like get your money, do you. But like, what? Did you have to pay? Like you paid to cheat on somebody? You paid for that? What the fuck are you thinking? I just, I can't handle cheating. I've never, I never could grasp the concept to me because it's just so easy to break up with somebody. I mean, it's not easy, obviously. It's not easy. But I, th- but the same amount of effort that you put into cheating, you could put into a breakup. So I'm just, I'm never going to understand cheating. It just drives me so fucking nuts. Makes me so angry, especially if you're a celebrity. We're we're sleuths. We love as a society to watch somebody fail. I hate to say it. I don't like it personally, but like this is how we treat celebrities. We stalk them until they do something wrong and then we blow up on them for it. So like you really thought you were going to go to a fucking strip club and nobody was going to notice that you were cheating? I can't. I just fucking can't. I can't. I can't. Um, Let's go into some good news. That was like a little rant. But Olivia Rodrigo is touring. And I can't, I don't know. Like, okay, here's the deal. So I used to go to concerts all the time, obviously, because I worked in radio. And I would, I would go to some for fun. But like, mostly I would go for work and stuff. So I kind of forgot like, about leisurely going to concerts, which makes me sound really bougie. And that's not what I mean. I just mean that like, I don't seek out necessarily going to concerts anymore. And I would love to go to Olivia Rodrigo. I genuinely don't know who would go with me. Like, I don't know which of my friends is an Olivia fan. I'm not, I'm just not sure. So if you're listening and you would like to see Olivia with me, please let me know. Cause I think I would like to see her live. 
here's the other thought I have about it is I've never seen Taylor Swift live and I feel like you know I'm way behind on that and I have to hear about it all the time like my god I can't believe you haven't seen Taylor it's like I hear you I bought tickets to fucking Loverfest and got canceled okay so like maybe I'm just destined to never see her and I don't know if I want to make that same mistake with Olivia when she's just playing she's playing in San Francisco probably at like the Masonic or something like it's gonna be a small show like I'm trying to you know what I mean I so I don't know if you want to see Olivia Rodrigo with me please let me know um I also also like that she announced her tour this week because Joshua Bassett's out here trying to like shut her ass down. I haven't listened yet, but Joshua Bassett, in case, let me like give you a little bit of background in case you've like forgotten because it's been a while since we dealt with their drama. So Joshua Bassett and Olivia Rodrigo both star on High School Musical, the musical, the series, and they played iconic characters uh, that were playing iconic characters of Troy and Gabriella. Basically, there are like Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens moment. So they were much like Zach and Vanessa, dating in real life. And when Olivia Rodriguez dropped sour, we learned about all the shitty things about Joshua Bassett and just their relationship. And basically, like, you know, most people took Olivia's side. And I guess Joshua Bassett got a lot of fucking hate for it. And he's pretty pissed off that, like, you know, she didn't say, like, hey, stop giving him a hard time, which... I mean, I've never heard Taylor Swift tell people to not shit on Jake Gyllenhaal because I think there's like a fine line. I think in interviews, she she never came out and was like, these songs are about Joshua Bassett. And like, I don't know if, if she would have come out and said something, if it would have confirmed the rumors. I don't know. Maybe management told her not to do it. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't have a way in. I mean, I I do think it's it's unfair that people treated Joshua Bassett so badly, but I mean, it's hard as someone who like went through a breakup. Like, I know how bad your heart hurts. So you're kind of like not thinking straight. I don't know. So anyways, he's releasing a song that he's telling his side of the story, you know, and, you know, he you can't say that he didn't love her and all this shit. So it's interesting to see. I think I think that, you know, fans are going to be starting to question whether they're still Team Olivia and I just think we should take them as separate entities. You know, I haven't heard Joshua's music. Um, I, I will dive into it, but I haven't even listened to Adele's new music. Like, she's so fucking lazy. I've been listening to, like, the same Billie Eilish song, like, over and over again. And I just, like, sit in my car and sing it, you know? And I'm not even, like, sad anymore. I mean, like, I'm always going to be a little bit sad because, like, I just have depression. But I mean, like, boy sad. I'm not really boy sad anymore. And, like, breakup sad. So I don't know why I'm just listening to breakups. I think I just, I think I'm just good at singing them in my mind I think that you know I nailed some of those high pitch sounds <laughs> I think they're called notes um so anyways uh I haven't listened but yeah that that's a thing also I don't know what we got fucking cheating corner today Tristan Thompson the fuck first of all he's just he's ugly to me I just I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just like, I'm just spitting facts here. And I just think he's hideous. And so apparently Tristan Thompson got his trainer pregnant. So, you know, they were doing a little bit more than working out or she was training him in a different way. I don't know what the right joke there is, but, you know, basically he was he was with Chloe at the time. And I hope for the love of God, this finally gets her to just stop with Tristan Thompson. Like, can we just be done with it? It's not even fun to talk about anymore. It's like when we got to that point with Kanye, you know, where I was like, oh, it's just like tragic because he's just like, it's so fucking sad. So, you know, I don't know. I it, I just, I have to say, because it's the news 
And this is this is like really like, you know, it's my job to report the news. And this is very important information. But all I'm going to say is, I'm sorry, what? Why are we even letting Tristan Thompson exist? Is he even good at basketball? Can somebody tell me someone who basketballs? Basketball is like my one sport I really just like can't process. So if you basketball, if you can just tell me, I would appreciate it. Okay. Also, I feel like I I now have like a half selling sunset podcast. So I just have to give you this update that I found from E! News because I've been wondering, okay, so remember Chriselle was like really fucking pissed at Christine. I mean, like she always is, but she was like, she tried to ruin my life, like when my mom died, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what, what exactly was this? You know? So I got a, um, a quote from it. So basically she was saying that she was trying to let Christine was trying to say that Jason and her were together before. So maybe that's why um, her and Justin broke up. So like basically Christine was trying to like paint Chriselle as a cheater. And um, she said, you can really understand how that could take someone down and ruin them when everyone on the internet is trying to figure out what happens. She takes it as an opportunity to fill in some blanks that were blatantly untrue. And it was so many steps too far. And she, um, so Christina previously said to E! News, I think it's very interesting the way it works for them. I think it's very advantageous too, talking about Jason and Chriselle being together. I mean, shit, maybe that's why I'm so bad at real estate. Maybe I'm doing it all wrong. Like, okay, you know, now you're making a whole sleep into the top kind of thing. So I don't know. So basically, that was the big rumor. I don't know. Like, listen, the way Chriselle said it was like as if Christine was telling people she was like extorting money or something. So I was kind of expecting something a little bit bigger, even for Christine. Like, she's so over the top. If you're going to take someone down career wise, like, do it better. Like, I don't know, Chriselle, I don't think it would have made you look that worse if you cheated on your ex, you know? I mean, I get it because she's got this, like, good girl image that she's trying to portray. But last season, she she looked like a little bit of a fucking bitch. So I don't know. Also, I don't have much information, but I know that, you know, my sister and I used to talk a lot about Vanderpump Rules on our podcast. And I didn't watch this season, but it's important to state that James and Raquel have broken up. And I would like to say something not uh, here's I have a few thoughts. Was Raquel always too good for James? Absolutely. Do I want to just throw this out there? Not as an opinion. This is kind of like my statement about Chriselle and Jason. I just had this thought. I feel like it's important to share. I'm not making an accusation, but I'm just saying that like, you know, now Chris, now Chriselle, now Raquel kind of has her own spot on Vanderpump Rules. Like she's no longer, you know, James's girl. You know, she's like her own cast member. So I just think it's a little interesting that now they broke up. I'm not saying that she was just holding on to him long enough to get a spot on the show. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just if that's the conclusion that you're drawing from my statement, then that's you drawing it, not me. So I will not be tested or chastised for saying such things. I'm just throwing it out there. But overall, James cheated her like fucking shit. And maybe honestly, maybe she just watched the fucking footage back. I mean, like. Uh, now I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this but like and I know I've said this a few times that like being out of my past relationship and looking back I I just I feel so bad for for me I feel bad for myself it like hurts me to like play scenes back in my head and be like I can't believe I put up with that so maybe that's just like what Raquel did and she was like oh fuck like I've been putting this up like 
no. Like I've been putting up with some bullshit, you know, now I'm seeing it on TV and I have backing and, you know, so anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they broke up. Good for you, Michelle. And I hope James stays sober. A lot of people are commenting that both Lala and James are single now. So we'll see what happens there. But I just can't see James being ready to be a dad right now. But I don't know. I can't make that comment because, you know, you never know. People can surprise you. Listen, if you have talked to me over the past year, then you know there's only one thing that has been saving my 2021, and that is my Keith Justo Bread Club subscription. You guys, this is the best thing that's ever happened. I know that's dramatic, but hear me out. You get monthly two baguettes, one sourdough loaf, and then like a monthly loaf, which is different. And it's always something super fun. And my family and I fight over this shit all the time. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, listen, only one of us is playing for the dough here. I'm bringing in the dough. I'm ordering the dough. Don't touch my bread club. It's come in handy so many times because I'm the kind of girl who's never going to show up to a party empty handed. And I always bring a bottle of wine. But now I'm like upgraded because I'll just slice up my baguette, bring some salami and cheese and bam. It's like, hi, I brought wine and classy charcuterie and the literal best sourdough bread you're ever going to have in your life. You're welcome. You will not be disappointed in this bread club. Sign up now. You can get 50% off your first box using promo code SLEEK because you know your girl's going to hook you up, S-L-E-E-K. And you can sign up at kgbreadclub.com or you can follow the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. Okay, so I don't have like a Thanksgiving level dating story to talk about today, but I really hope you all enjoyed and processed last week. I do have something to say about it, though. Here's something I never thought about, Okay. Clearly, we know that I didn't think a lot of this through as far as talking about dating on my podcast, right? Like that, that we, it's clear that we've just had that discussion, okay? As far as when guys that I talk to find it. Now, another thing I didn't really think about or consider was what if I wanted to get serious with one of these guys with the nicknames? And what if eventually, you know, I meet their families and then they decide to listen to the podcast and then they have to hear what I have said about not only their son, but other people's sons. And, you know, it just wasn't a thought process that I had. I just want to know and let you know it's not going to stop me per se, but it was just an interesting thought I had the other night because I was like, oh, yeah, like it's not like I can block people from listening to the podcast, but like yikes everyone's gonna learn a lot about me but listen this is a part this is a part of the hit you take of celebrity fame if you want to like date somebody who's famous like I am with my a thousand tiktokers and my very successful podcast then you know you just kind of have to take the heat with that and so do I so um yeah I just that thought came up I was like chatting with a girlfriend about this and I was like oh my god how embarrassing. That is not to say that I've like moved anywhere closer. I'm like not in a, I just want to make sure you guys know that I'm not in a relationship, but I, it was a thought that I just had of like, oh fuck, like, <laughs> oops. Um. Anyway, so last week I actually was going to talk about this, but then I got too nervous because I was like, oh, Scotland's going to listen. I don't want him to think it's weird, but I told him. So now I can tell you guys. So currently I'm not talking to anybody else. So <clears throat> that's not to say I'm like fucking wifed up, okay? So like, I'm not to say I'm off the market either. So like, shoot your shot. I'm just saying that I have decided at this very moment in time that I don't really feel like talking to anybody else, okay? So I like went on this little like conversation about this in the last podcast because I was like, what a weird, like 
just the levels of dating are so interesting and I never know when you're supposed to do which step. So like, I don't know, like I, I never knew like at what point you like stop talking to other people because when I dated my ex and everyone before I was just dating them, like I had just met them. I wasn't on the apps and stuff. So I was like, oh my God, at what point do you, you know, stop doing that? So this is my thought process on it because obviously I've mentioned this before that like when I was talking to people, I just continually was swiping because I didn't want to get like too committed but I find myself right now, like, if it didn't work out, like, of course, I'd be sad just because I enjoy talking to him. But, you know, I wouldn't be like, Ugh, I like wasted all this time. You know, like, if he's not the one and my husband is out there somewhere on Bumble, like, if I don't talk, if I'm not swiping for a month, like, he'll still be there. You know what I mean? But what's funny is, like, I think I think what it is is when you start to kind of, like, talk to other people and you're not interested. And I did have a date last Saturday and I did cancel it. But here's the deal. Like, that guy said as his personality trait that he owns 300 board games and not a single one of them was Clue. And I just feel like, you know, he said he doesn't do mainstream board games. And I felt like, it was a red flag. You know, there was this one interview where I think it was Anna Kendrick or Brittany. Um, can't remember her last name. Someone from Pitch Perfect. They were talking about how everybody has like a serial killer trait. And I just feel like owning 300 board games might be a serial killer trait. And listen, I'm saying that now. Who knows? In, in a few months, maybe I reconnect with that guy and I marry him. And then I am I sign a prenup to make sure I don't steal his 300 board games. I don't know. But like, you know, so I obviously I canceled it. And, you know, I, I just I just thought it was really interesting because I just don't know. Like what a weird like I don't know. It was a weird thing to be like, oh, shit. Like, OK, I don't I don't know. I don't want to talk to anybody else. I still have my my profile exists. So, you know, I didn't like go crazy and like delete my Bumble or anything. But at this moment right now, I'm not totally swiping on anybody else and I'm not doing Bumble. So I guess I won't have like fucking crazy ass bumble stories for you at this moment but I will have these little fun tidbits I think it's interesting trying to figure out with you all like the steps of you know like what's next it's so interesting like okay did I did I I don't think it's too soon for me to not talk to anyone else because I think if I wanted to I could just start it up again but I really think the telltale sign in my opinion is that you know I I didn't really want to. And I, I think having that conversation with the person that you're talking to, too, is good. Like asking them, but, you know, maybe not too soon. I had known that Scotland wasn't talking to anybody else because he told me that. So um, he told me he wasn't talking to anyone else because he didn't have time for it, which I told him that that wasn't exactly what you dream of hearing, you know, like that's not exactly the romance sweep you off your feet that you're looking for, per se, when someone says that to you. But thanks, I guess. Um, just kidding. Uh, so anyway, so I already knew that. So I felt like pretty like comfortable telling him, although he said it was a lot of pressure, which also wasn't the response I was looking for. But whatever, here we are. So anyways, um, that's just me saying that I'm not talking to anyone else. And I also did get called out by him because, of course, he listened to the last podcast because I hesitated when I said I wasn't catching feelings. And I was like, Ugh. 
leave me alone. Leave me in the podcast alone. Okay, whatever. It's either going to work out or me and my heart broken. So either way, we're getting good content out of it. So I don't think we should be concerned at all. Um, (laughs) I will say this, though, because I'm sure you would like an update on where I stand with the other men that were in my life. And Mr. Gorgeous randomly called me on Tuesday. And I was like, no, fuck your ass. I am not answering this fucking phone call. Like, this guy was so fucking hot and cold with me. I'm like, you are exactly what all the TikTokers warn me about. Like, and and I, I wrote this down in my notes because I want to talk about it, about, about um, Scotland. I think what was so hard about me understanding, like, where I stood with him was that he didn't love bomb me. Like, we're going at a normal pace, like, a no- very normal ass, like, pace where, you know, right now I say we're like in the talking stage, you know, which is like very normal. Like we matched, I think at the beginning of November, like it would make so much sense that, you know, we talk like, you know, we text during the day and and whatever and stuff like that and talk at night. But like, he's not like in any way, you know, like doing the typical love bombing that I was so used to. So I was like, oh my God, does this guy like me? He's not trying to have my babies right now immediately. And I'm not having to explain to him that I don't want to have babies. You know what I mean? Um, So I just thought it was funny. But yes, uh, Mr. Gorgeous was a typical love bomber who like came in, came in really hot, then ice colded me and then thought he could sneak back in. But listen, bitch, absolutely not. Like, obviously, even if I was still talking to other people, I'm like one fucking phone call after ghosting me is not going to do shit for me. Okay, like, own up to what you fucking did and be better. Like, no. And this is a message to all my fucking ladies out there. We don't just or guys like, you know, or however you identify, like we are not just going to let fucking trash men roll back up into your fucking life like nothing happened. If they want to come back to you, they have to fucking earn it, okay? So no one phone call after, like, weeks of not talking is going to do shit. Like, I mean, honestly, for me, I kind of had already forgotten about him, like, not to be a bitch, but who knows? Um, Maybe this will get me in trouble one day, too, but whatever, fuck it. Like, I don't know. I kind of already forgot. So when I called, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, who? Um, anyways, so uh, that happened. That happened. And uh, yeah, so that's really, I mean, I know it's not as uh, insanely juicy as the four rounds of sex last week, but this is, um, <laughs> I'm excited to kind of explore new um I don't know what's next for dating. This is super fun. So anyways, I will say this. He is going back to Scotland. And as we know, the track record of people that I name by their location usually means that they like move to that spot. So like Australia is moving Australia. Ohio moved to Ohio. Scotland is going back to Scotland. But I feel pretty confident that he's going to come back to America. But if he doesn't, we will have that conversation here as well. Um, okay. So for this week's, I'm sorry, what moment of the week I have been thinking about a lot about New Year's and I love New Year's. I'm such a basic bitch. I love New Year's resolutions. I love this idea of like just getting to reinvent yourself and having a fresh star and blah, blah, blah. You know, she's basic as fuck, but I totally forgot. I already got a text message marketing about it. And I was like, fuck, that's right. I forgot about the freaking weight loss bomb pressure that we get in the start of the year. I literally was like putting on an outfit. I was trying on jeans. As you know, from my Instagram, I'm trying jeans. I'm putting on jeans. I'm like, look in the mirror. I'm like, ugh. and then what do I get? Fucking text message on my phone. That's like new year, new you start now with, you know, take 
two inches off your waist by drinking like cat's urine, you know? And I was like, fucking A, that's right. Like every commercial, every fucking sponsored post on my social media is all going to be about fucking cleanses and gym memberships. It's like, I'm sorry, what? Like, I already have a Peloton, okay, that I half use. And I'm, it is a goal of mine to use it more, but it's not necessarily in a weight loss way as much as it's a, you fucking pay for this thing. Please use it for the love of God. But honestly, like, listen, I don't need to give you my excuses, but I'm going to give it anyways. I have been like, I'm sick. I'm nauseous. So I've been going for a lot of walks because that seems to be what I can do to not be nauseous. And that's the level of working out I can do. And I'm not going to make myself fucking feel bad about it because I'm trying. Okay. Anyways. All of this is to say, like, I'm sorry, what, why does the new year, new me have to always be about fucking weight loss? There should be as many therapy commercials in the months of December and January as there are weight loss, because I strongly believe that you will probably never, like, you might lose, you might lose the weight, but I don't think you'll keep it off. If your goal is to, like, lose weight and be healthy, it's not going to happen unless you get your mental health shit in check, okay? Because, like, your body positivity needs to come from within. It's not going to be what's staring out back at you at the mirror. Like you need to be able to be in a good place and look at yourself and tell yourself that you're pretty because you are, you are gorgeous. You are absolutely stunning, beautiful creatures. And you, whatever, you have a, a little extra love patch of extra love patch. I'm like sitting here in my fucking comfy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just think that, you know, this is this is a journey that I'm on. Like, I have such a hard time with body dysmorphia and and telling myself that I'm beautiful. And I just want you all to like know that I understand. And I just think that you're gorgeous. And I just I, I remember there's like the seasonal fucking depression. That's all about like it being dark. But there's I think there's a little bit of New Year's depression that's just putting all this pressure on ourselves to like be this different person and, you know, and lose all this weight and like, you know, change where I just think that New Year's should be about you looking back and reflecting on the year before and seeing what you liked and you didn't like and making those changes to make you happier, like make you a happier person. It shouldn't be like, oh, I need to, I'm going to lose 20 pounds next year or 100 pounds or whatever. It should be like, you know what, I'm going to try to swap and eat like, a veg at least one vegetable each day or whatever and like each month and like make changes and choices that make you happy and like have a positive relationship with food and working out because I think one of the reasons that I hated working out so much was because I was just like okay I ran a lap and I'm not skinny now so fuck it you know what I mean it's like we just need to have this like better relationship with our bodies and working out and and I just oh, I'm sorry what why the fuck do we have this like crazy societal pressure to look a certain way? And it all, I feel like it all fucking emulates around two times a year and it's New Year's and then like bikini season, you know? So ugh, I fucking hate it. It makes me so mad. Like I really am not, I hate talking about weight loss in general and weights. And like if someone starts talking to me about like how much they weigh, or I like go into a full fucking panic attack on my head. Like, please don't fucking ask me. Please don't ask me. Like I like to talk to my friends about, you know, when they're feeling good and they're like, when they want to tell me like, hey, I lost like, I've been working out a lot and I lost this weight and like I'm really proud of myself like hell yeah I'm like I'm fucking with you girl but I'm like do I give you like I want to celebrate with a glass of wine like is that okay you know and I, I love hearing about my friends successes and them feeling better about themselves that I just I really hate it just can be a really uncomfortable situation I also I, I hate when people ask me unsolicited how much weight they think I lost um I hear that all the time because I I will say that I am on a 
wonderful weight loss journey and I can't really see me going back to the way it was. I was, you know, super depressed and super unhealthy and just like didn't even want to be a better version of myself, like didn't even want to like be healthy or go for walks or anything like that. So I'm like really happy with who I am. But when people just unsolicitedly be like, you look like you lost a lot of weight. Like how much weight did you lose? Like I just want to fucking vomit. And yes, people ask me that. So I just think that like let people come to you. Let people come to you, you know? <laughs> okay, you guys, I'm about to sneeze. I'm in my cozy. Like, I'm ready for a fucking nap. It's 628. I'm ready to go to bed. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sure me talking about having a crush and simping is going to get me in so much trouble, but whatever. I love you guys more than I love anybody else. So I'm going to fucking tell you how I really feel. All right. And hopefully we don't have I'm heartbroken part two. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, bye.